Hello and welcome to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Egler, here with my co-host, Adrian Von Arks. And today we have a juicy list of the top 10 best-selling print-on-demand products in 2023. And I also want to let you know that you want to listen all the way through because we're going to be sprinkling in some pro tips on selling these products and how you can get the most out of them. So before we dive in, I want to ask you, would you subscribe to the podcast? It helps you never miss an, miss an episode and it helps us get this content out to more listeners. So we're so glad you're here. And before we dive in, here's a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Gelato, the world's largest print-on-demand network. Gelato enables individuals ranging from e-commerce entrepreneurs to artists and creatives to establish their own global business. The magic of Gelato is that they focus on local production. The item being delivered is produced in the country that the order is placed almost 90% of the time, leading to many benefits such as lower costs, faster delivery times, and most importantly, reducing carbon emissions. The focus on tech to knit together over 130 production facilities across 32 countries is truly unique. Thanks to this, they currently have the highest customer satisfaction score in the print-on-demand industry on Trustpilot. To check them out for yourself, go to sixfigurefounder.com slash gelato and use the discount code POD Playbook, all capital letters, to get 60% off your first order when placed within 72 hours. That's the number six figurefounder.com slash G-E-L-A-T-O. You can also find the link and discount code in the podcast show notes or in the video description on YouTube. What is up, everybody? Adrian here with Carrie. And Carrie, what is going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good, dude. Uh, I'm doing well. This is, uh, this is episode 36. That's, that's a lot of that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> I yeah, it is. It's and crazy. it's just it's really cool, like the feedback that we've been getting from our listeners. I am gonna shout out a listener, so don't worry, guys. We've got a listener review coming as a shout out shortly. Um, but yeah, man, I can't believe it. Like there's some crazy stuff going on that we got to talk about. First of all, Q4, the mm. fourth quarter, is less than 40 days away. Yep. And like for anyone that doesn't that isn't familiar with the fourth quarter, this is the biggest shopping season of the year. It's mm. right around the corner, and we want our listeners to be prepared. Like if you guys take action now, you can plan out and prepare for Q4, which is, of course, going to improve your chance of success. We can't promise results for anyone because really it comes down to you guys putting in the work and being consistent. But if you can get a head start on it and you can plan it out, that's really, really going to help. So we've got Q4 less than 40 days away. We've got Black Friday less than 100 days away. Like, did you know that, Carrie? It's less than 100 days away. I didn't know that only because you've said it. <laughs> I've, heard you, I've heard you saying it in the group and stuff. I'm like, dude, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, it's it's not too late. I, I uh, or it's not too early to prepare for Black Friday. I was uh, I had a student store pulled up earlier. Um, one of our one of our six figure founder students. Because uh, I was on another call and I pulled up I pulled up the, the store as an example and she already had Halloween designs all over it. Yeah. And I was like, let's go. Good. Like I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, oh man, they're like she was crushing the Halloween game and it's you know, end I guess end of August. Yeah. So 
Man, get on top of it. It's fourth quarter. Let's go. Amazing time to be dropping Halloween designs, full designs. And before you guys know it, Christmas designs. Those ugly Christmas sweaters, you're probably going to start seeing them in the next 30 days or so. Don't be surprised. But yeah. It's go time. It's go time. It's go time. Like summer is almost done. Summer was awesome. Summer, usually e commerce, it's the slowest time of the year for e commerce. It's because people are on vacation, people are on their phones as much, they're out more, they're they're being more active. But now people are starting to like come back indoors, they're gonna start getting on their phones more, they're starting to like transition into fall mode. Mm-hmm. And this is the time where it makes a lot of sense to start planning because we're less 100 days away from Black Friday. And before you know it, like in the snap of a finger, Black Friday is gonna be here. And we want our listeners to be prepared. It's not just Black Friday either. We've got in the fourth quarter, in Q4, you've got Black Friday, you've got Cyber Monday, you've got Small Business Saturday, and of course you have Christmas. For a lot of t-shirt apparel brands, this is their biggest quarter of the year for sales since pretty much everyone and their dog is shopping for gifts. So we want people to be prepared. And a couple Um, couple quick- We're doing this episode today, but go ahead, Kerry. Just kind of like some quick off the cuff stats just to kind of put it in perspective uh, for for you guys. So uh, first of all, this, so- let me just, I don't have the stats in front of me, so I'm kind of going off brain here, but this is, these are like articles I've recently seen, is, uh, is like when the pandemic hit, 2020, everything went like bonkers. And mm-hmm. so it was like the biggest holiday season ever. Well, lo and behold, it's continued to be bigger holiday season every year since 2020. Everybody thought that was going to be like one-time thing. Everybody was going to come back to retail and like, no online sales. I'm talking specifically about e-commerce, like online sales. It's been bigger each year since Mm -hmm. the holiday season, 2020. So 2021, 2022, it's predicted this year will be even bigger than 2022. So that means if you're an online seller, the opportunity is ridiculous. And then the other, the other thing I wanted to throw out there was just that, uh, you know, if you weren't aware there, Many, many brands, I don't have the exact stat, but many, many brands do more sales in the fourth quarter than the rest of the entire year uh, mm. in their, their online, you know, their e-commerce store. So that's the kind of opportunity. Like if your year yeah. has been slow to this point or your year hasn't been slow, but if your year has been slow, like you could make more than you made the entire rest of the year in a matter of like three months uh, in the fourth quarter. So don't yeah. take it lightly. Be prepared. Go now. Like it's, it's go time for the fourth quarter. Make bank. Yeah. And yeah. in the next month, I believe it is, we're going to be doing like an entire masterclass for our six figure founder community, all about Q4 preparedness, like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday season, because there are a lot of opportunities. There are a yep. lot of opportunities. Like people are looking for gifts. There's no excuses. Q4, everyone is shopping. If you have a good product, if you're niche down, if you're building up your email list, if you have a, a, an engaged following of raving fans, you can absolutely crush it in Q4. Mm-hmm. But of course, all that stuff takes some work. And really, we should be preparing for Q4 all year. Like January 1, we should be focusing on collecting emails, collecting phone numbers, building up our social media following, releasing new designs and trying to find that winner. All these things all year long for this time, because this is the one time of the year that almost everybody is shopping. Mm-hmm. There's no other real time like it. So, And um, in that yeah. same vein, Adrian, of just being prepared, getting ready for the holiday season, I want to let everybody know that's listening. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be uh, extending an invite to our listeners 
to our final Grow Your Brand workshop of the year. Uh, it's a two-day live coaching and training event that myself, Adrian, and our partner, uh, Carlos, put on. Puts on we all put it on. Um, it's a two-day live training event and coaching event. And that's coming up on October 4th and 5th. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, not ready to, we're not ready to put the link out there yet. But if you, if you want to crush it in the fourth quarter, you should come to that workshop because uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking all about different strategies and tactics and mindsets uh, to crush your sales. So yeah. stay tuned to the podcast over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be giving out that link to get registered for that workshop. You definitely want to be there. Yeah. And it, it, it's not too late at that point. Like you've still mm-hmm. got some time. I, I think people should be preparing now, but like you will still have some time in early October, you know, um, to apply these things, to make a plan. And well, especially prepare. for Black Friday. Yep. That's yeah, going to be exactly. the biggest, the biggest week, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, biggest week of the entire year. So you got plenty of time to get, to get ready for that. Uh, yeah, in early October. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. Very awesome. last workshop of the year. I can't even believe it, man. Like, I feel like we just did our first one. We did our yeah, first one in March. It feels like I can't believe this is the last one of the year. It's crazy. But well, I think it's going to be great, number one, for fourth quarter, getting getting really going for fourth quarter, right? Yeah. Getting what you need going into fourth quarter. But then number two, starting off 2024 with a, with a business that can crush it in 2024. Like mm-hmm. you come in in October, you're going to be ready for the new year and kind of have a plan for next year. So you right. definitely want to be at that workshop. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. You guys are all invited and go check out, like you can go sign up for the wait list right now. And if you are on the wait list, we will email you with all the details. That's a good point. Totally free two days. You're all invited. We would love to see you there. We would love to meet you in person. We would love to coach you. There is a ton of live coaching that happens at this event. So um, the best place to go to sign up, I believe, <laughs> dude, I butcher this every time. I'm the worst, like literally the worst. I got you. I got you. The sixfigurefounder.com backslash grow? Nope. <laughs> well, oh. that'll take you there. But the number six then figurefounder.com slash coaching. Uh, that's, there's, there's a couple different links, but slash coaching will get you right to the wait list. You can also just go down either in the, so if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, it's down in the show notes, or yes. if you're watching on YouTube, just hit the description, get that link, sixfigurefounder.com slash coaching. That'll take you to the wait list. Join the wait list. You won't miss out. I should just say that for now on. Just go to the yeah. link. Just click on the go link below. The only thing, yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I butcher it every time. It's but, all good. All right, now minutes. you guys know. Now everybody knows. Uh, all right, but we're getting ahead of ourselves, Carrie. We're getting ahead of ourselves because we need to shout out, before we jump into the meat of this episode, we need to shout out one of our lovely customers. And you're not going to believe this, Carrie. Listeners. This is, sorry, what did I say? Customers? You said customers, oh, but. Man, dude. All right, I'm tapping out, man. I'm tapping out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> listeners, listeners. Um, dude, this is our last Apple review like that we have. So oh, I'm going to make an appeal to everyone listening right now. Please help us out. We love being able to shout out our listeners in every episode. So please, if you are enjoying this podcast, please go to Apple Reviews and leave us a podcast or a podcast review and we'll shout you out. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review at Apple Reviews and we'll shout you out because right now this is the last one. So next week we're going to have to go on over to YouTube. 
we'll have to be looking through our email. Um, we'll have to get creative here, but hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully after this episode, we get a flood of reviews. We would love that. We'd be so grateful for that. And we'll keep sharing you guys out. So much love to you all. But this one, this is so awesome. I love this headline. So this is a five-star review from Tracy V. And she says, came for Carrie, stayed for both. What? Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. I'll take it. That's that's amazing. I'm, I'm just so happy like that one of us got you here and now you're here listening to both of us. Uh, so here's what Carrie V says. Uh, or sorry, Tracy V. Man, I am just, woo. Man, you're... Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm struggle busting today. You need a um, Cosmic Crisp Apple. Yeah, I know. Favorite. Oh, man. My favorite, my favorite designer apples, Cosmic Crisps. Anyhow. Designer we, apples? <laughs> yeah. like a $9 Dude, apple. We're not even going there right now. I could talk about Cosmic Crisp for the next hour. If you thought, if you thought there was only designer clothes that were expensive, designer apples. Designer apples, Cosmic baby. Crisps. Cosmic Crisp is where it's at. But, all, all right. Get to the review, Adrian. Tracy View. Tracy View. <laughs> Tracy V, after winning a shirt school course, I've been a loyal fan of Carrie. He's so helpful when it comes to this business. Love the co-host too. Thank you for providing so much value. Amazing. Tracy, I appreciate you. I also appreciate you appreciate that you just reviewed to Adrian as my co-host because yeah, we didn't even need to call him by name. It's all about me. I never thought about that. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, well. I'm just kidding. Oh, Tracy, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And I we, we we're glad you're a listener and congratulations on winning shirt school. We give away we give away shirt school access in the launcher brand challenge. Like we give away like a few of them on throughout days of the challenge. So that's pretty cool that she's she's a loyal fan now. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry she didn't include you, Adrian. Maybe next time. All good. All good. She said stay for both. So I'll take that. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy. We really appreciate you. Thank you for being a listener. Making um, me blush, Tracy. <laughs> All right. Shall we jump in here? Today, we are talking about the top 10 best selling print on demand products of 2023. And why, you ask, is this so important? Well, we believe that Q4 is one of the absolute best times of the year to experiment with new product types, with new designs, to introduce new things to your customers because they are going to be looking for gifts for themselves on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and for others. And chances are, if they are in your niche, they probably hang out with a lot of other people in your niche. So this is a great opportunity to showcase new products, test things out, see what works during the biggest shopping season of the year, and then decide if you wanna retire some of those things, if you wanna double down and, and expand. Uh, there's a lot you can do here. So we're gonna go through the top 10 best selling for 2023. And these are probably gonna be the best selling for a lot of 24, if not all of 2024 too. So. This is not just like looking back. This is also looking forward in my opinion. So, Carrie, did you want to kick it off? We're going to start from 10 and we're going to leave you guys guessing up until number one, but I can tell you guys, half of you probably already know what number one's going to be, but I'm not going to say it. So, number 10, Carrie, you want to take it away? Number 10, we got stickers. And I love stickers. Not only selling them, but I just think stickers are awesome. I got like guitar cases. You can put your stickers on like guitar cases. You can put bumper stickers on your car. Uh, stickers are easy to design and very popular marketing and branding tool. 
Number two, people uh, like to put stickers on anything and everything, like we just talked about, right? Sticker, you can put stickers on anything, put them on your desk, you can put it below. You know what other, what else people love to put stickers on? Their laptops. It's oh, like, yeah. and Except more people, more people working from home, more people starting businesses, all that kind of stuff is happening throughout our world. Stickers on your laptop. Uh, they're also low cost, and uh, but they can be a low margin product, depending on how you price them. Uh, but a couple other things to add about stickers uh, that I really like. Stickers are great for upsells, also great for bundles. Because, mm. they, be, because they are a low-cost product, when you bundle them together with something else, it can really increase the value. And you can also, also offering them as an upsell is just an easy way to add something onto an order uh, that doesn't cost a lot, so it's kind of a no-brainer, and then you can just milk out just a little bit of pro- a little bit more profit. But I especially like throwing them into bundles because you get more value, uh, like like you can raise the price more because it just adds value to that to that bundle. So it's it's a really nice bundle product. Yeah, I um, I've always had mixed feelings about stickers, mm. and the reason being is they're just such a low-margin product. Um, and so I have personally never sold them, even though I know they're super popular and I do think they're amazing for branding. You know, a lot of people will pack stickers into their mm-hmm. packages and there's some print on demands that allow that. Um, so I, I've always had this kind of like, eh, it's like really low margin. It's a really low margin product. However, it should I never be a core product. No, it should never be a core product. I would never have it as a core product. I, the, the, there's one reason that I think it could be really helpful. And this is if this just kind of came to mind on a whim. If you have a free shipping threshold, mm. let's say it's like free shipping for all orders, $50 or over, and someone gets to like 49 bucks, dude, you don't think that person wants to get that free shipping. It would actually make sense for them if they could, if there was a product that was only a couple bucks that would get them to that free shipping threshold. That's a good point. They they would actually save a little bit of money on the shipping and they're going to be a happy customer because I love free shipping thresholds, man. Like a lot of times I will spend whatever that free shipping threshold is. I will spend it to get it. And a lot of times, however, is let's say you're shopping on a site that doesn't have any low cost products mm-hmm. and you get to 49 bucks and the next cheapest product is 25 bucks. Are you going to spend 25 bucks to get that $1 more threshold to get? I'm leaving. Shipping? I'm leaving that website. <laughs> well, probably not. Like a, a lot of people, they, they might not do that, but would they spend 350 on a sticker, 450, whatever they well, sell for on a sticker? I mean, I even think if the product's if the product's just like reasonable, like it, like, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're a dollar away and all you have is a 20, another $25, $30 t-shirt, it's like, mm-hmm. that's tough. But if you got a product that's like nine ninety nine, twelve ninety nine, you know, I like would be mug. more, yeah, I'd be, be more willing to do something like that. So stickers is a great example. It, it is, it is really frustrating. You know, when you get to a website, you're right at that threshold, especially if it's mm-hmm. like, Seven ninety nine shipping or something. And you're like, golly, I'd like to get another product, even mm-hmm. if it's something small, rather than just pay, just throw away money on shipping. You know, as a customer, it it, it really improves the customer experience. So I I think it is it is a great point. It's something we should think about. Yeah. The other thing that that I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with before is when someone uses a discount code and it puts them below the three free shipping threshold. So they're like, okay, I can either use this coupon code and be $1 away from free shipping because mm-hmm. I got a discount and it bumped me below and I don't get free shipping now, 
or I don't use the coupon code and pay full price. And they really have to like math. It's just like, honestly, it, it just doesn't lead to the greatest customer experience. Yeah. And for that reason, I feel like having some lower cost products could be good for that where people are like, oh, I'll buy this just to bump it up to the free shipping threshold, something like that. Yeah. Uh, that said, however, I am still very on the fence about it. I'd love to hear some people that are just crushing it with stickers and uh, having a lot of success with them. I'm sure there's brands out there, but I, I would never recommend them as a core product because mm-hmm. they're just they're like the margin just aren't there. Like Carrie said, they're a great complimentary product. Like mm-hmm. if someone's going to go there and have a sticker from your brand on their laptop, on their guitar, on their wherever, that's amazing. That's cool. They're a brand advocate. They're out yeah. there. Um, and we know stickers do sell quite well. So that's why they're number 10 on the list of best selling print on demand products in 2023. All right, let's keep it rolling. Print on demand product number nine, the nine of 10, number nine of 10 best selling print on demand products in 2023 is tote bags. And I think a lot of people like overlook tote bags. I actually do offer tote bags. I love offering tote bags. Um, one, they're great for eco-conscious shoppers. So if you're an eco-conscious brand, this just makes a ton of sense. If you are keep nature wild, or if you're a parks project, or if you're a, a, a hiking brand, if you're a, you know, a, a environmental activism brand, these make a ton of sense. So not only can they make a ton of sense for any niche, but also if your brand values uh you know the environment and is trying to be eco-conscious which even a lot of non-outdoor brands are these days it's something that a lot of consumers care about um and there's a lot of brands that are not about the outdoors but they're still making efforts to be eco-conscious so it's great for eco-conscious shoppers whether you're actually like a brand about eco-consciousness or not um they're great for customization they're very practical like Everyone uses bags, especially, especially in the states where plastic bags are banned. And countries. I have the list. I have the list. Okay, let's let's hear it. Because I know there's like a decent amount already. There's eight states. And it's probably going to grow. Yeah. All right, let's There's eight states in the U.S. California, Delaware, Connecticut, Hawaii, New York, Oregon, Maine, and Vermont. You cannot use plastic bags. So if you're selling in those states, if you do have a brand that kind of focuses on maybe people more located in those states, uh, this yeah, this is a great product for sure. Yeah. Solves the problem, literally. Right. Exactly. And it allows you to showcase yourself. You know, not everyone maybe wants to wear their passion on their shirt. A lot of people do. But some people like it in other ways, like on a bag or something like that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in Vancouver right now. I'm spending the summer in Vancouver. And there's a plastic bag ban here. Um, I noticed when I went to the grocery store and I was happy about it. I was like, cool, I will happily buy reusable bags for like two bucks that I can use for like a year or two. I'm more than happy, but uh, I'm just reading here on Vancouver. I didn't know when it came into effect, but it says effective January 1st, 2022, there was a ban on plastic shopping bags and a minimum fees on paper and reusable shopping bags. So yeah, guys, like this isn't going anywhere. If anything, I think it's gonna grow. And so tote bags are great for that. They're, they're awesome for that. Um, and then I think that that's all I wanted to say about tote bags. Um, 
They're really easy to print on. They're very easy to design for. A lot of times you can literally take your best designs and then you can just slap them on a tote bag. So um, we actually sell a good amount of tote bags and I'm sure there's a lot of brands that are crushing it, especially in the States where people are using reusable bags. So yeah. Carrie, number eight. Number eight. Number eight is phone cases. They're small, lightweight, easy to ship, and can be quite profitable. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny about phone cases? So I worked in cell phones forever, and mm -hmm. the, dis the discrepancy, like I worked in phone stores, um, and the, uh, the discrepancy between like pricing on phone cases is like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Because yeah. like you can, you, you, know, you can walk into a phone store or a Best Buy or whatever, and you can see cases for like 80 bucks, you know, 70, 80 bucks. And then you go to Amazon, it's like, this one's like $2. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the pricing is so crazy. So it can be pretty profitable. And phone cases is also interesting because it's kind of a... It's kind of a commodity. It's one of those things you can get almost anywhere. You can go to any gas station. But what mm -hmm. makes it your gas station store, Walmart, whatever. But what makes it unique is the the niche you put on it, right? The designs that you, you that you accompany it with, uh, like most of the products here. But especially phone cases are just so available everywhere. Um, so, anyways, it can be a great product when it's a niche focused design, and it's something I've not really exper or experimented with. Well, it's kind of mm. stayed away from phone cases, but I think it could be cool. Another thing about some of these to think about, which we haven't, which actually most of these on this list, when it's a product that's not clothing, remember, you don't have to deal with sizing, right? Yes. So a phone case, you do have to deal with some, uh, you know, some different models of phones. So that, that is kind of a, a bummer there, but that's a, we just, that's a good thing. I would actually spin that around and say that yeah. that's an opportunity because okay. if you're upgrading your phone every two to three years, like a uh, lot of people do, guess what you need a new phone case. Yeah. And if you're following a brand that you really love and they have really cool phone cases and they're always coming out with the newest additions, dude, mm -hmm. huge opportunity, man. You could sell people on lots of phone cases and contrary to popular belief, I just want to like myth bust for a second here. Not everyone has one phone case. True. Dude, I'm telling you, man, there are a ton of influencers and content creators and non-influencers and content creators that have a ridiculous amount of phone cases, literally like different colored phone cases to match different outfits for mm. special occasions. Yeah. There is, so I talked to, um, I'm going a little bit off here, but we're still talking about phone cases. I talked to the founder of an awesome phone case company, uh, phone case e-commerce company that has just blown up over the last couple of years called Casely, C-A-S-E-L-Y, super cool dude. Mm. And I think it was him and his sister started this phone case company that absolutely exploded and they do phone case memberships, dude. Wow. Every month you get a new phone case, no every freaking That's month. Cool. They collab with so many people. They have a lot of influencers um, that collaborate with them. And a lot of their customers are repeat customers. These people are not just buying one phone case. If they're like, they wouldn't have this membership if the people weren't buying these phone cases. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I think it's kind of like something that people don't think about. People are like, oh, a phone case. It's kind of like a one and done sale. Nope. Nope. Like there's always new models coming out. So people are going to have to change their phone cases when they upgrade phones. Uh, and a lot of people uh, have more than one phone case. Good stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, I think phone cases, it, 
it seems like in print on demand, they're just at least in our world, not a lot of people talk about this. I mean, I hear people mm. talk about tote bags from time to time, stickers talk about from time to time, a number of other things on this list. I'm not going to mention those yet because they haven't been revealed. But <laughs> I know. Uh, but. <laughs> I never hear anybody talk about phone cases. Like, I can't think oh. of a single person selling them, but they are on the list of best-selling uh, print-on-demand products in 2023. So, number phone eight. Cases, there you go. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at go. all. And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by some of these. They're kind of like these unsung heroes that kind of just you don't hear about them much, but they're crushing it. And mm -hmm. number five, I'm going to leave a. I'm going to plant a little seed here. I'm going to leave a cliffhanger. Number five is the one that I think is doing way better than most people think. Um, but we will get there. We are now on number seven. So let's talk about number seven, and that is posters. So posters, this, this one's interesting because I think, like when I think about posters, I just think about like a paper poster that people like tape up on their wall of their bedroom, but that is not like, they're, they're so much better than that. They can be so much kind of classier and, and um, more, I don't know what the word is, more usable than that. So there are so many places that you can do post, you can put posters, including living rooms, bedrooms, offices, gyms, and other indoor spaces. And they're not just, it doesn't just have to be like a paper poster on a wall. It absolutely does not. You can get them framed to totally level up the aesthetic of that poster. And there are even metal prints, metal prints that can be produced with print on demand. Like it's way bigger than I think most people think. And it's most certainly not like the 16 year old boy in high school with like the, like a poster on his bedroom wall or something like I was. <laughs> yeah, just to just to bring more context to that. So, uh, first of all, thank you, Gelato, for being the sponsor of our of our podcast. I'll talk about Gelato a little bit because this is kind of their their lane. Um, oh, yeah, they Gelato is really really great for wall art stuff. Uh, so, one of the categories they have is posters, and they have a ton of different uh, types of posters. So, they've got museum quality matte paper poster. They've got premium matte paper poster. I think that's one of their best sellers. Classic matte paper poster, uh, semi-glossy paper poster. They've got premium semi-glossy paper poster. These start as low as like five bucks, uh, depending mm -hmm. on size and you know style that you do. Can mm -hmm. be a very high margin product. Uh, can def definitely definitely make some money money from this. And I when I talked to one of the people from Gelato recently, they actually told me posters were one of their one of their best selling products overall, uh, even in the wall art category. Also to that aluminum print uh, or metal print. They have two different types of aluminum print on Gelato. They've got just a regular aluminum print, and then they've got a brushed aluminum print, which looks really, mm. it's really pretty cool. Um, and even those, like the aluminum print, starts at fourteen bucks, fourteen thirty-two. Obviously, that's small, but you can go up mm. to all the way up to twenty-eight by forty on a on a metal print, which is crazy. So, yeah. um, lots of different options out there uh, for for this, and I think. Um, you're right. Posters are not just like the, the kids thing. You know, I, when I was a kid, I would go to the book fair and I get the Lamborghini, put the Lamborghini oh, yeah. on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so it's not, it's not just that. And I, I recently got one from gelato and, and I actually put my own design on it. I used the AI design, put it cool. on there and it's awesome. Like you can frame mm -hmm. it, you can do all that kind of stuff. That's another thing we don't need. We, we probably need to do, uh, do some more AI episodes soon. Yeah. But, uh, that's another thing is like any type of wall art, 
Um, we got more on this list, but any type of wall art, man, the things that people are doing with AI uh, in relation to like niche focused designs, especially mm -hmm. with, with, with different kinds of wall art, yeah. it's pretty awesome right now. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right like there are so many opportunities with posters, wall art. You've got like one thing that's really, really trendy right now is like cities, maps, like national parks, maps, yep. countries, um, like cool, trendy kind of beach photos, lots of lifestyle stuff. Like people are using these posters, they're framing them, they're putting them in their living room as like a, a piece to complete the room. And maybe you have an office and there's a really inspiring quote, like that one with the iceberg that just shows the tip of the iceberg coming out of the water. I don't know if you've yeah. seen that motivational yeah, quote. It. I love that one. I love that. I would totally get that on a poster and have that in a room. But like, these are the things that people are using posters for. It's so much more than just a piece of paper on a wall in a bedroom. Um, for sure. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that could have a lot of success um, introducing this to their, like, just think about, I'm just thinking like off the top of my head, think about if you were in the outdoor niche and the parks project, perfect example. We just did a seven figure brand breakdown, the parks project last week. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It was so much fun. It was so awesome. This is a brand that is totally, their whole niche is national parks. They would be the perfect candidate for posters. Like literally you could have beautiful photos of Yosemite, Death Valley, Joshua Tree, like all these beautiful national parks. Not only that, you could have maps of national parks. I've known other brands that have had a ton of success just selling maps of parks. Um, there's so many places that it could go that I think a lot of us don't really think about when we think about posters. So another unsung hero and guys, number seven on the list of top 10 best-selling products for print on demand in 2023. That's huge, that's huge. Carrie, you want to drop number six on everybody? Number six, blankets. Um, I feel like everyone, oh, I got a couple of things to say about this. I feel like everyone <laughs> has seen the ad that's been used for like the last, past like year or two. And it's that, it's like that lady, it's like outside or something holding up the blanket. And it's like the same mock-up that every brand uses for print on demand <laughs> blankets. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think so. I think I've seen the same ad mock-up for like a billion different brands. It's like, I think she's blonde and she's just holding up the blanket like on a porch or something. And it's, familiar. and it's just like this huge blanket and it's got, always got a different design on it. Uh, it's not from, I don't think it's from Playset or I don't know. It's probably from like Etsy or something. Um, but anyways, I also wanted to say my, especially my kids, but my family in general were obsessed with blankets. Like we're obsessed with blankets. We got like blankets in every room. My my son, everywhere we go, he has to like get a blanket. Like we go to Bucky's, the the truck stop, you know, the huge truck stop. He's got to get a Bucky's blanket. He starts reading a new book, loves the book, got to get a, a blanket. Like he's got a dog man book and all this stuff. Like all the shows, like we just got, got all these blankets. So anyways, blankets are extremely popular and here in the U.S., about to be colder months, right? Fall's coming, winter, and then winter. And blankets are uh, great for, cool, for, for cold months, especially as a Christmas gift, right? Such a good Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. And um, also another pretty high profit margin product. So like oh, yeah. when, you, when you combine all that, I think it's, it's pretty, pretty clear why blankets is on the list. Yeah, 
very high margin product and mm -hmm. one size fits most, you know, you don't get a lot of returns on blankets. It's it, again, it's not like shirts with multiple different sizes. I mean, the, sometimes it, they do come in different sizes, but it's not like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. most people won't return it. They, they just know the measurement or the size. It doesn't matter. They don't care so much about how it fits on them. It's not like a shirt where does it fit properly? Blankets, not the same thing. So the very low return rates, high margin item, popular for pets. This is another great use case for blankets that I think a lot of people don't think about, but most people with dogs and cats have blankets for their animals. Nice, soft, cozy fleece blankets that you can print on demand. And dude, if you wanna level up with blankets, I think the biggest opportunity for blankets personally is custom products, like customized designs yeah. where Someone could send a photo of their dog, or it could even be, it could be a lot of things. It could be a wedding photo. Have you seen that one? It's like a blanket where it's like a wedding photo of two people. There's a lot of different, yeah. you know, different patterns. Like there's lots of stuff you can do to personalize these as well. Um, which I found I think the mock-up. Huge opportunity. What's that? You found the mock-up? <laughs> I found one of the mock-ups. Yeah. It, it's literally, oh, I, I see I, it. I know I can't show it right here, but, uh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. No, but, but, uh, yeah, I'll drop. Well, I can't actually. Yeah. Anyways. I found it in Profit Busters. So I was like, I know they'll have it in Profit Busters. That's like a tool yeah. I use to to find it. But it's literally, it's this blonde lady. She's on a porch and she's just holding up this huge blanket. And like this one says to my daughter, sometimes it's hard to find words to, you know, it's like, it's like that, that, that kind, but there's like a million, there's, it's been used so many times, such a good mock-up. Anyways, that's fun. I, I saw, I saw another one with a person holding it, but I don't see the one on the porch, but there's, yeah, it's, like blankets can have so many use cases. Like there's so many reasons to have them. Like I feel like most people have a blanket in their home. Uh, you can we got like 50 of them. <laughs> it can look really nice. Yeah, like we've got multiple blankets as well. Like probably more than we need. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean they're they can be a great. I, I do think around Christmas time they can be a really great gift. I I really think as personalized products they can be really really powerful dude how funny would it be if you owned a dog and you got a blanket for yourself with was like a big photo of your dog's face and then you got a blanket for your dog with a big photo of your face It'd be hilarious that would be awesome hilarious. man you guys would have matching blankets for each other you know yep. it'd be great so yep. um number six that's legit number mm -hmm. six top 10 best-selling print on my products i think people would not have guessed that Carrie, number five is the one that I was talking about that I was dangling the care for, and you kind of gave it away a little bit earlier, but why don't you introduce this one? It's canvas art. Canvas art. You want to, I, I did the last one. You, you go ahead and take it. Oh, did, oh yeah, you did. You did do the last yeah. one. Okay. Let me, let me take this one. Canvas art guys, I'm telling you, this is so freaking underrated. Canvas art has super high margins. Um, it's there like gelato has, I think this is probably, I would guess that this is definitely this is their like, best selling product, their best selling product on, on gelato. Yeah. Yeah. On gelato. I would guess that this is their best selling product. And when I was at the gelato accelerator summit in June, so just a couple of months ago, I met multiple six and seven figure brand owners who were primarily selling canvas art that and posters. That was like their bread and butter. That is where th these people had teams. They had like, they had multiple people working for them. One of them, like, I think he said 
They were making over $200,000 a month. Like I'm telling you, there's a lot of opportunity here. It's much more popular than I think people know. And there's a lot of people really crushing it with it. I also think that there's a lot of niches that this could work really, really well in. So I have felt ever since the Accelerator Summit and talking to six and seven figure brand owners who focus on wall art, mainly posters and canvas prints, uh, I've been like, okay, this is a huge opportunity that not many people are talking about. It can be a great gift. It can be very classy. Uh, it's a high margin product. It can look very good in your home. A lot of people will buy multiple. So one thing that's really popular that I've seen with canvas art is they'll take one beautiful photo and they'll split it into three different canvases. Have you seen that Carrie? Where they yep. like cut up one photo, yep. and it's like three different canvases. And that could be an upsell. Like you could either sell one canvas of this beautiful piece of art, or you could sell the three pack, which is like it's split up in three. Yep. And I think a lot of times that sells for more. So I really feel like this needs to be on more people's radars. And if let it me, makes sense for your brand, maybe you introduce it. I was gonna Go say, ahead. let me put some perspective. So I've got, if you're watching on YouTube or you're, or you know, you're, yeah, you're watching on YouTube. So I've got a canvas print right there. It says, pause if you must, but just don't stop. It's a cassette tape, right? I got Love that from the brand. You guys can go check this. If you want to see a crazy wall art brand, like probably the biggest one, it's called Iconic. Oh, I -K, yeah. Yeah, I-K-O-N-I-C-K. Um, okay, so I think, I'm pretty sure that's a 40 by 30. It's it's actually much bigger than it than it looks. I think that's a 40 by 30. It might, it might actually be a 48 by 36, but I think it's a 40 by 30. That size... That size canvas art on Gelato, 49 bucks. 49 bucks for you as a seller. Mm. That size with that print on it at Iconic, $219. $219. Dude. Dude. Like, and I'm that telling you. Return is yeah. in, that margin yeah. is insanity. That's what, three, over 300% markup or something like that? Um, yeah. Like 300 something percent markup. You said uh, 50, you said around $50. $49. It's $49. The, okay. the, the closest size and on iconic, they're selling that print right there for 219 and that size. Wow. So, uh, also like I have, again, I have some gelato, uh, canvas art over here, um, that I, I just demoed in, in a video mm -hmm. and it's the exact same as that. Mm. <laughs> it's like, Mm -hmm. They could be using print on demand. I have no idea, but it's the exact same, same like quality. Like there is literally no difference in that piece that I paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars for and the, the, the canvas art that I, that I have from gelato. Like it's, it's no difference. Like you could start a brand like this that could be doing multi millions of dollars. You know, th that's all they do at iconic. They just do wall art like yeah. that. It's like inspirational, motivational. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's mostly like inspirational and motivational type stuff, but yeah. I'm, and you can keep in mind, you can also do personalized products with wall art too. Like, Absolutely. you know, you can get wedding photos, you can get photos of people and give them to as a gift, photos of you and your friends and give them to your friends as gifts. There's so many use cases again for, mm -hmm. for this canvas wall art. It has to be one of the most profitable print on demand products. Like with yeah, I, think, I think, I think jewelry yeah. might be up there. Those, yeah. but those, those, and ju uh, I don't, jewelry's, jewelry's not on the list, <laughs> not, not in the most popular yet. On the top 10, but, even but, though, uh, yeah. I was just going to say, it's, it, that's, that's probably the other one I could think of that could be like many times over hundreds of markups or whatever. 
hundred yeah. percent markups, but uh, yeah, it's, it's gotta be up there. It's definitely gotta be one of the biggest and just like, I'm just thinking here. Okay. Let's say you're even selling it for 150 bucks. You're getting three times the cost of production. You're getting a hundred dollars roughly profit margin. Think about how much you could spend on advertising and still be profitable. Yeah. Like that's crazy. You could spend a hundred dollars to acquire a customer theoretically and break even. It's wild. I, like it's wild. It's that's, yep. you know, a lot of times they say the person, what, what is, there, there's a figure of speech that says the person who can afford the, the most to acquire a customer wins. And this just gives you a huge buffer. Like you've got so much. I don't think it would, if you are targeting properly, if you are niche down and if you are creating products with your niche in mind that you think, or you learn that they love, I don't think you'll need to spend a hundred dollars to acquire them. Even you if you spent $50 to acquire them, that's really high. You still make 50 bucks. Still making 50 bucks profit. <laughs> that's if and you price it at 150. I mean, right. Like, you know, I mean, the, these guys, and I'm, I'm sure they run discounts and sales, but like, yeah, if you price it at 199, you're still 20 bucks cheaper than Iconic selling at. And then you still have room to do like, I mean, you do 20% off of 199, you're at 160. I mean, yeah. that, that you've still got 120, $110 of profit there on that $49 mark. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Awesome. Adrian, are you ready? Are you ready to get into the heavy hitters? Let's get into heavy hitters. We are now, so that was number five. We're now in the top four. Woo, things are starting so, to heat up. Yeah, up until this point, you know, it's been it's been some, some, some good products. It's been some <laughs> decent, you know, you know, whatever. The, the top four, I'm just telling you right now, these are four heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. Heavy hitters. They're the real, they're the real ones. They're the they're real they're OGs, too. These if are OGs. Yeah, if you want to know how the print-on-demand companies are just slinging products, uh, it, is, it is these top four. Uh, mm -hmm. Number four is Mugs. I told you it was a heavy hitter. Um, heavy hitter, very heavy again, hitter. Uh, very, very practical, popular gift, right? It, go, it goes great as a gift. Uh, mm -hmm. This is another one of those things. I think there, I think there is a little bit of a theme here with some of these products. Is a lot of these top products people have a lot of. People mm -hmm. like own a lot of them. There's a few exceptions mm -hmm. or whatever. But we talked about you know tote bags like. You could have a bunch of them, right? Uh, mm -hmm. All different, you know, styles and designs and, and different stores and sizes. Uh, uh, phone cases, same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Blankets, I got a billion of them. Uh, mm -hmm. And now we're getting into mugs. Which another thing is like, people have a bunch. Of, I know we do too. We have. We don't even drink coffee. My wife drinks like a little bit of coffee. We got like 15, 20 coffee mugs. It's like, <laughs> which one do I want to pull out today? What funny hey. saying? What you know, whatever. And so people, uh, people love to have a bunch of different coffee mugs. It's a great mm -hmm. gift, all those kind of things. And uh, it's good for, for home use. You can take it to the office. I have one here in my office. I don't even use it, but somebody sent it to me as a gift, so I just keep it here in the office. Um, take them on mm -hmm. road trips, all that kind of stuff. I mean, mugs are just one of those products uh, that, that everybody loves. They're an evergreen. They're an evergreen yep. product. They'll sell all year, every year. They'll never stop selling. Like, who has not been gifted a mug at some point in their life? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like yep. everybody in their life has been gifted a mug. It's, it's such an easy, popular gift. Uh, you can customize them. You can. I've seen some hilarious personalized mugs. Like, hilarious. You can have photos of people and... You can, you can have your animals on them. You can have your animal's name on them. You can have a slogan with your animal's name on them. There's just so many 
popular. There are brands entirely focused around mugs. Like literally that's like their niche. They're essentially like mug brands. And I do think there's a case we made where brands can be successful, where they separate themselves by product type. Not, not quite as much niche, but product type. I, I'm a big believer that you should niche down. Um, I think that that's the lowest hanging fruit and, and the best way to start and grow a business. However, there are a lot of brands that are crushing it out there and th like they are totally based around a product type like mugs. Also, there's a lot of brands that it just makes a lot of sense for. Like there is a six figure brand in the coffee niche Believe it or not, that seems cra kind of crazy, but it, it, like there was there was a six-figure brand. I don't know if they're still around or not, but there was a couple of years ago, there was a six-figure brand in the coffee niche. Of course, they're going to sell coffee mugs. Like that's just so no practical. It's just a no-brainer. It makes so much sense, right? But I would say mugs are probably like one of the most giftable products out there. You can't really go wrong getting a mug for someone. You know what I mean? So, um, hit us yeah. with the number three, Adrian, the number heavy hitters. three, we're in the top three. Here we go. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to stop three. Hey, these top three, they're, uh, they're what you expect. They're legendary. <laughs> they're legendary. They're legend yeah. They're legendary. They're legendary. They're, and they're all apparel. I'm just going to say that oh, right now. Spoiled it. They're all apparel, but we're going to go with number three. So we are counting down from the top 10. We are on bestseller. Best-selling print on products of 2023, number three is hoodies. Yes, hoodies. I love selling hoodies because they are a high margin product. Like, let's say that you have a winning design on a t-shirt. Guess what? If you could convince people to buy that exact same design on a hoodie, you could make a lot more profit. And it can be a great upsell. It can be a great complimentary product. Like. I'm sure a lot of people know this, but for anyone that doesn't, if you have a winning design, you are gonna get a lot of customers who are gonna buy that design on more than one product. It's just gonna happen. Like our listeners probably know that I'm a huge fan of Spiritual Gangster. I love that brand. I have two t-shirts that say Spiritual Gangster. I have two tank tops that say, or I have one that says Spiritual Gangster and one that says Warrior in a tank top form and a t-shirt form. And then I have them uh, I have so four in total, two t-shirts, two tank tops, and You're two slogans across the four. But like I would probably have bought more if they had more of a selection because they just really resonated with me. I thought they were really cool. And I think that a lot of people, you know, like their first inclination is to throw it on a t-shirt. That's totally cool. It's great for testing because t-shirts, I'm going to hold my tongue on that thought. But let's just say they're very popular. Uh, <laughs> however, however, hoodies, if you can get them to also get a hoodie, you are going to skyrocket your, your profitability. Um, they have really good margins. And contrary to popular belief, a lot of people prefer to wear hoodies all year round. Yes, they're more popular in the colder months. But a lot of t times in the summertime, people like to throw on a hoodie or wear a hoodie if they're camping or if it's cold in the morning, something like that. Um, the best-selling hoodie, I believe that this is the number one selling hoodie, is the Gildan 18,500 unisex heavy blend hooded sweatshirt. And if you go on Etsy, you will see it everywhere. And I feel like every print on a man has this because it is such a staple item and it is very, very popular. Um, mm -hmm. Carrie, any thoughts on hoodies? 
Uh, I mean, to give you some perspective, I mean, so the well, number one, the Gildan is uh, it's just a good staple hoodie. It's like we're not we're probably not big fans of Gildan T-shirts. I'm not. I don't really recommend them. But the hoodie is just like a solid hoodie. I think because it's also heavy, it doesn't Mm -hmm. shrink as much. I mean, it's it's just a good all around just standard kind of hoodie. It's kind of the standard, I would say. In hoodies, yeah. it's not like the softest, but it's like it's comfortable. It's good. It keeps you warm. Yeah. It the thickness of it. I think people. That's another reason people like it too, is because it is a thicker hoodie. It really keeps you warm. Like it's it's yeah. just a it's just a it's a good quality uh, hoodie. Um, They're pretty trendy right now too. Yeah. So like a lot of people wear the oversized ones. Yeah, and then um, just kind of give you some perspective. I mean, the the Gildan hoodie, depending on your print on demand, it's going to run you like between fifteen and twenty bucks. So, which means you can price it at least like 45, at least 45, uh, but sometimes more. I mean, you could charge 50. I think you could easily yeah. charge 50, 50 for 49.99 is 49. a very fair, very fair price in my opinion. That is not like gouging. That is not premium, like lifestyle. Like, I think yeah. that's totally fair. And I think when you look at, there's two ways to look at margin. You can look at it by percentage or you can look at it by dollars. Uh, you know, when you look at it per, by percentage, it's like, okay, if you, if you have a sticker and it's a dollar and you sell it for $2, you have a 50% margin, but it's still only a dollar margin, right? It's not, it's not a lot. So when we look at it by, uh, by dollar amount, if you pay $20 for a Gildan hoodie, you can sell it for 50. That's 30 flipping dollars of margin. That's a lot of margin in the product, right? It might mm-hmm. only be, you know, 60% margin or something like that, which is, which is still good uh, on a percentage basis. But especially when you look at the dollars, it's, it's a great it's, it's, it gives you a lot of margin because we talked about this before. I don't want to go too deep because then we'll be here all day. But the the price you pay on like an ad to acquire a customer to buy a T-shirt, it's it's not that much more to get them to buy a hoodie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it might be $10 to get them to buy a T-shirt to acquire a customer for an ad. It might be $15 for a hoodie. But the difference mm-hmm. between a T-shirt margin and a hoodie margin could be $20 more on the hoodie. You know right. what I mean? So it's like – pay $5 more to get $20 more profit makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't, yep. it, it, it doesn't line up as far as like cost to acquire a customer, you know, just because you have way more margin on a hoodie doesn't mean you have to pay way more, more to acquire the customer. You might just have to pay a little bit more. Hopefully that makes sense. So yeah. One uh, thing I love about it too, is like you can upsell the hoodie. Like let's say you bring someone in with a t-shirt and then you say, Hey, get the matching hoodie because yes. you might wear your t-shirt more in the warmer months and you might wear the hoodie more in the cooler months. A lot of people will buy the exact same design on both a t-shirt and a hoodie. And what you could do to bump up that order value, you can incentivize them with a discount if you want, because you've already paid that one-time cost to acquire the customer. Let's say like Carrie said, it costs $10 to acquire a customer and you run an ad to them for a t-shirt and they come to your website and then you can tack on a hoodie onto that and say, hey, like limited time offer, right now only 20% off to add a hoodie to your cart, mm-hmm. like you're paying the same price to acquire the customer. So yeah. you're going to get a huge bump in terms of your profitability uh, by doing that. Well, that's what, that's another thing to uh, bring up similar to that is it, just to make sure our listeners know, cause this is a huge hack. The top three products on this list, they're all in the apparel category. And generally this isn't for every print on demand, but generally most print on demands, if you sell two apparel items in the same order, you're going to get a break on shipping. Right, mm-hmm. because generally the same print facility is going to be able to print both of those. It's not always the case, but generally that same print provider is going to be able to print the hoodie and the T-shirt in the same factory, the same production facility, 
right? So you're going to get a break on that second item. So let me give you one example. Your customer, like you just said, your customer buys a t-shirt and they get the upsell for a hoodie. Well, that, that printer is going to print the hoodie and the t-shirt in the same factory, package it up. You're going to pay probably like seven bucks shipping on that hoodie. But then instead of paying five bucks shipping on the t-shirt, you're only going to pay like a dollar or a dollar fifty. So you actually mm. get a break in shipping as the seller. Um, and that obviously enables you to either give a deeper discount or just increase your profit margins. It's a really, really good, uh, it's something to know, right? Uh, and helps, helps in that upselling. Yep. And you can make an argument that, oh, well, it costs more to ship a hoodie. Um, however, the, the, the margin should easily make up for the yeah, difference. For sure. like easily the profit margin of a hoodie versus a t-shirt. Um, I will say that of the top three apparel items, hoodies are my number one bestseller. Well, I was gonna, I was just gonna say that, like I, I'm mo every, every, uh, every winter, you know, that I've been in business for six, seven years, like hoodies have always been number one over the holiday mm -hmm. season, because mm -hmm. like it's just it's cold, right? Like t-shirts yeah. are great year round. Don't get me wrong, t-shirts are great mm -hmm. year round, but man, once it, once it gets to like October through February, March, like hoodies just take over. And yeah. I don't know if it's just an American thing, but I, I feel like Americans love hoodies way more than the number two product. But <laughs> maybe the statistics don't show that. But anyways, uh, do I got number two? Yeah, uh, yeah, you did number three. Number three. I'm trying to think if there's there was something else I wanted to say about hoodies. Um, oh, I, I just wanted to say, like, do not overlook them. Like, like I said, of these top three best selling products that we're talking about, Hoodies are our number one product. The only product that's ever beat hoodies in terms of overall sales for us is hats. Mm -hmm. That's it. Not not t-shirts, not anything else. Like hoodies have been number one for apparel for us. So, all right, Carrie, take it away. Number two, right, going right along with hoodies is sweatshirts. So all the same things as hoodies. The one, the, mm -hmm. the one that we that we sell most uh, most of the time is the Gildan eighteen thousand unisex mm -hmm. heavy blend crew neck sweatshirt. So it's just simply a, a crew neck sweatshirt. It's, you know, if you have yeah. people, my wife, for instance, my wife does not wear hoodies. She only wears crew neck sweatshirts. So some people, yeah. some people just prefer the crew necks over the hoodies. Um, you know, the only thing I would say about crew necks versus hoodies is there are, I feel like crew neck sweatshirts are maybe a little more popular in the, uh, in the fall and spring because mm. like the crew necks are a little, little better to wear when it's like 60 degrees you know, as mm. opposed to like when it's like 45 or 40 or lower, you know, you want to be able mm -hmm. to tuck your hands in the hoodie, put on, you know, put on the hood if you need to, if it's really cold. So, but anyways, sweatshirts are great. Uh, we said a lot of things about hoodies that are also true about sweatshirts and yeah. the, the numbers show they're, they're, uh, even more popular than hoodies in, I guess, yeah. in some places. Another high margin product, another high margin product. And I will say that sweatshirts, like the oversized sweatshirts are crazy trendy right now. They've been trendy for yeah. years, like these oversized. If you go on Etsy and look at like sweatshirt mock-ups, just type in like Gildan 18,000 mock-ups. There's like a million mock-ups of these women wearing oversized sweatshirts because they're really, really trendy. You see a lot of people wearing them, just like oversized t-shirts is really trendy. So is oversized sweatshirts. I feel like oversized hoodies, not as much, even though they are still also really trendy. I feel like oversized sweatshirts is more trendy right now than oversized hoodies. It's the sweatshirts and the t-shirts oversized that is very on trend right now. Um, all right, number one, drum roll please. 
You guessed it. You guessed it. I think this one has been number one forever. Like honestly, and I think it's going to be number one for a very, very long time. The, the, if the day ever comes that something surpasses for number one, I'm going to be like mind blown, just mind freaking blown. It is yes. T-shirts, t-shirts, t-shirts are consistently year after year, the top best-selling print-on-demand products. And I really, really do not see that changing anytime soon. If you have an apparel company, I absolutely suggest having t-shirts. Like we, we sell more hoodies, but we still sell t-shirts. The reason mm. being is that they're uh, more affordable. So if people are a little more budget conscious and they're like, ah, I just like don't want to like buy a hoodie or a sweatshirt, uh, everybody wears them. They're evergreen products. Like, yes, they're t-shirts, but they're worn all year round. Like Arizona, where I live most of the year, everybody's wearing t-shirts all I year I wear them round. year round, for sure. You, yeah. and I like, wear them under the hoodie, right? Right, exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. And like gyms, like yeah. working out indoors, people are wearing t-shirts. Sports, a lot of people are wearing t-shirts. Like even when it's cold and snowy out, a lot of people are still wearing t-shirts. So this is like one of those evergreen staple products that every apparel brand should have, like offer some t-shirts in their store. And number one, I mean, I think people could probably guess this one the number one best-selling t-shirt is the bella canvas 3001 unisex jersey short sleeve tee to no surprise whether you love it or you hate it it is a fan favorite mm -hmm. i'm telling you like of overall of all the different t-shirts out there this one probably gets some of the best overall ratings people find it to be soft they find it to be lightweight it's a fan favorite. It's a customer favorite. And yeah, you can't please everyone. There's no perfect t-shirt in existence that no one has ever complained about. But man, you do not get a lot of, usually you do not get a lot of complaints about the Bella Canvas. It's kind of like one of those like very safe bets. And I personally think it's the best bang for your buck for t-shirts in terms of value for the price. Mm -hmm. They're usually priced really well. They have a huge color selection, huge size selection. A lot of times they come out with seasonal colors or different kind of um, like acid wash and different kind of, I don't know what you call them, just variations. Yeah. But it's, it's I, I, most stores, I recommend Bella Canvas 3001. Even if you don't like it personally, your customers will probably like it. I do recommend because it's unisex, if you are selling mainly to women, then maybe you should recommend that they order a size down for a more fitted feel because it is going to be a bit oversized. That's really trendy right now. And a lot of people like oversized t-shirts. However, I do like letting my customers know that. So if the women do want something more fitted, then they're sizing down one size. Adrian, you want to know something crazy about t-shirts and print on demand? Lay it on me. You want to know something crazy? What's up? Think about, I want you to think about all of the hundreds of products that are sold with print on demand. And I want you to think about all of the products we've even just been talking about on this on this uh, this episode, t-shirts account for nearly sixty percent of all print-on-demand sales. Dang. Is that wild? I believe it. That like that's nearly a crazy stat. That's a crazy stat, but I totally believe that. That makes the reason a lot of why sense. it's crazy though is because that doesn't even include all the different apparel products that you can sell with print-on-demand. That mm -hmm. doesn't include all the things you talked about, like mugs and wall art and all this stuff. Literally just custom printed t-shirts with print on demand. 
like 58% of, of total products sold through print on demands t-shirts. That's wild. It's insane. That's wild. Um, before we close out, Carrie, I need to shout out some honorable mentions. I'm just going to like blast through this list, but there were some that I was kind of surprised that they weren't in the top 10 list. I was actually really surprised by some of them, like hats, for example. Um, but not only that, some of these are really good Q4 products, like for gifts. Um, and they're really popular around this time of the year. So I just want to really quickly blast through a couple products that I think deserve a shout out. And I still think that some brands should consider adding these to their store, even though they didn't make the top 10 list. Yep. But so starting with tumblers, tumblers, super popular. They were actually number 11 on the list. So nice. to be fair, they got really close to that yep. top 10 list. Uh, number 13, number, <laughs> I'm like holding up two fingers, like number 13, but I was like the second honorable mention. You hold up a three, I'll hold up a one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I was holding up two for the second honorable mention, but maybe I'm just using it as an excuse because I was holding up two fingers. Anyhow, this was number 13 is hats. And um, like I said earlier, this is my best selling product of Dude, all time. How did so hats just, not make it on the list? That's I wild. I don't wild. get it. I'm, I'm actually shocked. I am shocked. But one of the things that's nice about hats is they have a lot lower competition than apparel. Yep. So a lot of people will buy a design on a hat and they won't even buy it on like a shirt. Um, they're really easy to design for because usually you don't get too crazy. Like it's just like a simple slogan or a really, really simple design on it. Lightweight, really low shipping costs. One size fits most. So they have very few returns. Um, yeah, there's so many reasons to add hats to your store. And yes, they don't make it in the top 10, but as someone who's made millions in t-shirt apparel sales, I'm telling you hats are our number one bestseller. So it's definitely, there's still a case to be made to add those to your shop. Mm -hmm. I recommend starting, if you have a best-selling design that would be really easy to put on a hat, put it on a hat. Put it on a hat because not everyone wants to wear it on a shirt, but a lot of people would wear it on a hat. And most people own one, at least one hat. I have multiple. My wife and I, between us, probably have like seven hats. Dude, um, I have like 20 hats. I wear yeah. hats every day, especially when I play pickleball. I always wear a hat. Uh, yep. but I just never wear them on camera. Never wearing a hat on camera. Yeah, I, they're 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 like one of the unsung hero products, man. And um, I I encourage people to try them out. Next, this one was actually number fifteen on the top list, and that is candles. And these are a very very popular holiday gift, and that's why I wanted to shout out candles um, because they're they're number fifteen. They sell all year round. They look really nice in homes. I've got multiple candles around my home. I've got like three candles right there. Like lots of candles. Love candles. Um, we love candles. I love like the flame of a candle, the light it creates, the scent of a candle. They're just very calming and peaceful. Um, and when you're an entrepreneur, calming and peaceful is really, really nice. Um, because we all know, like anyone listening knows that you're probably thinking about your business 24 seven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything you can do to calm the mind is really, really good. Uh, but they're also just really, really popular for the holidays. So I wanted to shout those out. Uh, three, uh, two more that I want to shout out is the next one is beanies. So this didn't even make the top 25 list, but I think that that's because they're so seasonal. So beanies, yeah, like some people wear them year round, but for the most part, they're a pretty seasonal product. But what's nice about them is they're kind of like hats, way less competition than shirts, really lightweight, easy to ship. 
the embroidery usually looks really good and kind of high quality on a beanie. So usually they're embroidered as opposed to printed on. Uh, they're a great gift, like a stocking stuffer. In the cold months, everyone usually has a beanie, at least in the cold states, maybe not in Arizona, but probably even in Arizona. Um, and if you have a design that's selling really, really well on a hat, guess what? It's probably also going to sell well on a beanie. And the people that are that got on a hat, a lot of them will also get that same design in a beanie. So I want to give those a shout out. Last but not least, you touched on it earlier, Carrie, one that we were both pretty surprised by that this didn't make the top 10 list, and that's jewelry. Jewelry is a high margin product, really small and lightweight, super easy to ship, low shipping costs, great gift for the holidays, but also for special occasions. Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, anniversary, anniversaries. There's so many great occasions for jewelry and you can have crazy markups on your jewelry as well. Yep. I love it. So in closing, I've got a pro tip. I've got a pro tip. Pro tip. Hey, they had to make it to this point in the podcast to get the pro tip. Yes. I should have dangled that at the beginning. I know. We should have said at the beginning. If you're still listening, if you're still listening, you're getting a pro tip, a nugget right now. If you're still listening, you're awesome. We love you. Thank you for listening this far through. We appreciate you. Uh, and here is the pro tip. If you are trying to decide what design to put on new product types, like if you want to introduce a new product type to your store, I highly, highly recommend starting with your best selling designs since many people are going to buy the same design on multiple different products. So if you have a winning design, one of the first things that I recommend that you do as soon as you find out that it's a winner, turn it into a collection, create a collection out of that winning design, get it on. If you just had it on one product or even two or three products, get it on four, five, six products. And if they're selling well, keep introducing new product types with that design and you never know what's going to take off. But a lot of times people are going to love this design. If you can send them to your collection link where you have five or six products with that design, maybe even seven products or more, there's a good chance they're going to buy the design on more than one product. And that is why is a form of scaling. I call this scaling up your designs as a form of scaling a winning design. I absolutely recommend that you put that design on multiple products and turn it into a full dedicated collection. Boom. Pro tip. Boom. That is Thank a you for tip. listening. We are, with that said, we are, we're out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print on a Man Playbook podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us an honest review on whichever platform you are listening from. Thank you so much, and we will see you very, very soon.